first things first, um, I noticed that you have two major arcana cards for your personal energy right now. That tells me that you're going through a period of some major life transition or major life changes. Um, the major arcana cards represent really the most core aspects of ourselves that we really contend with over the course of our entire lifetime deep-seated things that are either changing, that are maybe blocked, or need to become unblocked. Hi, everyone. I'm Heaven. And I'm Tracy. And you just heard the voice of intuitive witch Halen Belay, who we saw way, way back in August for a tarot reading. A lifetime ago. A lifetime ago. And it's so crazy to listen to this tape. Now is December, so some months have passed. Mm-hmm. We've all aged seven lifetimes since August <laughs> for multiple reasons. So to hear her talk about all the changes um, that we've been navigating in those months since then, it's just, it's weird, right? It's kind of like watching a movie of yourself. It is. It's a little eerie. Eerie is a good word. Um, so one of those changes that we did not know when we were getting this reading that we know now is that another round is going to be going on hiatus. And to explain uh, what we mean by that and what that entails and why, um, we have a statement that we have lovingly crafted together so that you are getting the truth straight from the, I don't want to call us horses, straight from the, <laughs> the, the, the unicorn's mouth. Yes, yes. <laughs> all right. We're just going to read straight from the statement so we're all on the same page. Dear y'all, due to strategic changes at BuzzFeed, another round is parting ways with the company in 2018. We were surprised and initially disappointed to hear of these changes, but fortunately we were offered ownership of the show. Naturally, we accepted. This whole thing started as an experiment in a studio made of pillows and blankets swiped from around the office, and it grew into a space of acceptance and self-care for those who need it, a place to duck into and laugh when the world is too much, and a stage where the overlooked and silence can see themselves in the stories reflected at long last. The world needs spaces like these now more than ever, because in these tough times, it's community that will get us through, and the amazing community that we have all built together is too meaningful for us to walk away from. We appreciate BuzzFeed giving us the opportunity to keep it going and growing. We have a million and three ideas about what the next stage is, and we cannot wait to get to plotting. But before we do that, we're both taking a much-needed break. It's time for us to listen to our own advice and practice some intense self-care so that we can come back fully rested and ready for world domination. In the meantime, do remember that we're not going anywhere. Tracy still works at BuzzFeed, I still have a million side hustles, and we're both still in this together. Keep following us on all the things and join our new adventures now that we have legally adopted our baby. Hit us on the bus. Love us. This is a rare thing. I've never heard of a company giving people the thing that they made. (laughs) Especially black (laughs) black women. I know. First question. Yes. Hi. Yes, ma'am. You. Hello. Can we get a Tracy's Cliff Notes of yes. what's happening? Tracy's Notes? Okay. Fuck Cliff. <laughs> Basically, here is what we just told you. Here's what's going on. Number one, another round will no longer live at or be made at BuzzFeed. During this transition, we're going to take our own advice, do some self-care. We're very tired. We're going to okay. sit down, okay. rest, figure out what step two, stage two of the show of the community looks like. Okay. And then we'll be back to keep the community going, keep the keep the... Good vibes, as the children say. Keep it vibey. Isn't that what the kids say? Um, and important things to know that we are still out here. We're still in these streets. You can still see us on the internet. The community that we built is not going anywhere. Um, I might have a newsletter coming out so Ooh. you can learn self-care things with me or at least Aww. watch me try to learn stuff. Yes, I I've know. learned everything from Richard. Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, follow-up question. Yes. I, what 
are, are we going to get more? What's happening? Um, more in the way of explanation? Yes. No. Okay. <laughs> um, that's both because that's the function of a statement, which we have put together for the masses, and also because this is all the information that we have right now. Like, we are literally figuring this out right now. And as long as you come along the journey with us, you'll be figuring it out with us, too. And we hope that you will. So what you're saying is you don't have the answer, Sway. I ain't got the answer, Sway. But I know I'm going to be getting a lot of rest, Heaven. What about you? What are you doing since you got all the questions <laughs> for me? Uh, I'm going to Paris. What? Yo, real talk. I'm about to be so insufferable <laughs> after Paris. I can't wait to get on everybody's nerves with you. Ooh. Uh, oh my God! It's just like that place in Paris. Oh my God! I remember wait, wait. Paris. And then we come back and take over the world. <laughs> I'm excited. We're excited. We're also nervous. I think it's fair to say. Yeah. Change is hard. Change is hard. Change is my least favorite thing in the world. Whereas I'm like, burn it all down every day. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start anew. <laughs> right. But these are good changes. We're excited for these changes. And the biggest and most important thing for you to know is that we love y'all, like capital L, like like love type love. I'm trying not to get emotional. <laughs> it's but, like, wow, we going to cry every episode but this one? I know, I know. But uh, there's just no way to, to mm. describe how like your existence in our lives has changed the entire landscape and tapestry of our lives. It's because of you that we know our production team and because of you that our own personal families have grown. Because, you know, we get together and we make this show for you and for us. But mostly for you. Yes. So thank y'all for changing our lives. We love y'all so much. Yes. Uh, oh, thank y'all so much for rocking with us. Oh, important to know. Yes. This isn't like a secret divorce. <laughs> yeah. We're still partners still in this. In We're love. still friends. Aww. I know. Now we have. Now we legally have a baby. <laughs> yes. So great. We're, if if anything, we're even more legally obligated <laughs> to each other. <laughs> you can't get rid of me ever. <laughs> so uh, yeah, keep following us on all the things. You mm-hmm. can follow Heaven on Twitter at Heaven Ranch. You can follow me at Broken Poverty. Hopefully, now that I own something in this hey. world, that'll change my Twitter name. <laughs> hey. Um, and don't unfollow us on Twitter. Don't yes. un- still follow another round. Yeah, we're, we're out still here. here. Still be our internet friends, y'all. And so that when we have the next stage of world domination, you can be there. Um, reminder, this is not the end. We still have a show to do right now. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, this very moment, yes. So let's so let's do that. Um, this episode, there's a lot in it. There's a lot of laughs, there's some growing pains, there's some catharsis, and now there's the added um benefit of knowing what we now know is that big changes were happening even as Halen was telling us that big changes are gonna happen. Yeah, listening back to this tape from the summertime helped us, you know, put some things in perspective. Yeah. Which is why we want to share this really personal experience with you, our beloved listeners. Our booze. And we're letting you in on our reflections on where we've been, where we're at, and where we want to go. Yeah, maybe you'll hear some hints of things to come in this episode. Ooh. Ooh, maybe it's like Lost. Isn't that what happened to Lost? I feel like nothing happened on Lost. Oh, wow. Okay, not like Lost. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like... Lost stands are like, what was that? Mm. <laughs> so not lost. Okay, not lost. You can hear all of this unfold slowly over the course of our tarot session with Halen. And don't worry, after y'all process this news with us, mm-hmm. we'll still be back next week with our Kwanzaa Spectacular, y'all. Kwanzaa is so beautiful. It I'm was so, so happy. So fun. Because even in times of transition, we want to make deliberate space for joy and we want you to celebrate with us next week. But for this week... Sit back, relax, you already know the drill. And welcome to another round with Heaven and Tracy. I feel like I never get to say that part. Yay.
Oh. <laughs> Back in August, Tracy and I decided we wanted to get a tarot reading. So Eleanor recommended Halen Belay. My name is Halen Belay. I'm an intuitive witch and health educator working and living in New York City. What is an intuitive witch? Yeah, so intuitive witchcraft is a pretty broad umbrella term. Uh, it really just pays homage to the fact that a lot of neo-paganism is very similar to anthropology. So like, I studied anthropology in college. It's a great discipline, but the roots of anthropology were like white men taking yeah. stuff from other people. Yeah. And look at the browns. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. And that's, I have come back with treasure. Um, and that's also how a lot of like neo-paganism started. So like Wicca was started by some white guys who had an anthropological interest in magic and kind of turned it into their own thing. Um, so as an intuitive witch, that's really just me saying that, hey, all of this stuff is hodgepodge from a lot of different places. I'm not following any particular dogma. Um, I try to be conscious of not stepping on any toes for things that are specifically culturally bounded. Um, and really, I just practice the kind of magic that feels intuitively right to me. So to be honest, this all feels a little wild to me. I've never met an Ethiopian American witch before. And because I'm coming from like a Ethiopian Orthodox background, you know, conservative, Orthodox, whatever, mm -hmm. just witch stuff. I'm just like, I don't know. Like my mom probably wouldn't be super down with knowing that I identify as a witch now or that I do tarot because obviously tarot has nothing to do with anything. Like culturally speaking. No. Um, that's just like a, for funsies. <laughs> Add on, it's sprinkles. So to me, my magic is, it's different from my Ethiopian-ness, but they're very much uh, like a Venn overlap. Like those, they have a lot in common. And I don't think that I would be as attuned to um, my particular magic in the way that I am if I hadn't come up with that background and come up with that kind of understanding of how our interactions with the mundane world can have so much more meaning. So we were super excited about Halen in the reading, but we were also mad skeptical. And we weren't the only skeptics. So people ask me all the time, especially on first dates, like on Tinder dates, because I have witch in my profile. So dudes will be like, oh, that oh has to be like, do you really know. believe in more. that? Yeah. yeah. Well, How's that working so, out? Do you use the emojis or just spell it out? Or like, is it a capital W? So, I have so many questions. <laughs> my Tinder profile says, it's very simple. It has my name and my age. And then it says writer, sex educator, witch. And then at the very bottom, it says no Scorpios. Because um, <laughs> that's just a personal, that's my personal <laughs> practice. Um, I either get weird questions about the sex educator part or weird questions about the witch part. Oh, Not so man. much weird questions about the writer. People are chill with that. Um, but yeah, so people ask me all the time, like, oh, do you really believe in it? Like, that's crazy, which I understand. And usually the stock response that I give now is it doesn't really matter if I believe in it. It's true. You know, it takes a little bit of suspension of disbelief. It takes a little bit of an acceptance that there might be something beyond the things that we can see and touch and feel and understand from a rational perspective. But in my life, magic has been true in the sense that it has really made a difference on my material conditions. It's made a difference in terms of how I manage my anxiety and my PTSD. It's made a difference in terms of how I guide my own introspection and understand myself. Um, it's made a huge difference for me when I felt paralyzed in situations, just have something to go to that at least, you know, it won't give me all the answers, but it gives me a couple first steps. So in that sense, I don't really 
to be honest, give a fuck about whether or not there's actually like this swirling cosmic energy that I'm tapping into. That's a visualization that helps me. I don't, I'm not going to be pressed if I die and I'm like, oh, I didn't get absorbed into the cosmic energy. This is a bullshit. <laughs> I want my money back. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's not that serious. It's not that deep. What I really care about is, okay, on a day-to-day basis, is my life better with magic or without magic? And the answer for me is that it's better with magic. Mm. It's a little more magical. Let's put a little magic on it. Do you believe in magic? In a young girl's heart. Oh, all right. (laughs) I was thinking the Ronald McDonald version, sorry. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So why do you think this type of magic is important to women of color? Um, As a woman, and specifically as a woman of color, and even more specifically as a black woman, there are so many ways that I've been told directly or indirectly from the time, from really just as early as I have memories up until now, that I don't have power, um, that I don't have worth, that I don't have value, that I I can't do things. Um, There's a sort of helplessness that comes with being told over and over again, you can't, you're not worthy, you don't have enough. So for me, part of coming to witchcraft in particular, what I find so exciting about it is that magic is fundamentally founded on this the central idea, which is there's some kind of cosmic energy that exists in our universe. There's a piece of that energy that exists in me. And because that energy exists in me, I can harness that personal energy to affect change in my outside surroundings. You know, I've been very uh, divorced from my intention, from my gut instincts because of the intergenerational gaslighting (laughs) and trauma that's been experienced by me and women like me and women in my community. So that in and of itself, just like as a black woman to say like, no, I'm divine. There is divinity in me and I can use my energy and my will to enact change in the world as a revolutionary statement. Yeah. I mean, yeah, let's just take a second to spotlight everyone dealing with intergenerational gaslighting. Shout out to all the ways that our environment tells us that we're nuts we when we're should. not. Yes. That is our fault. Nobody else's. I did really like the affirmation she said in there. I am divine. There is divinity in me and I can use my energy and my will to enact change in the world. I'm part of the universe. The universe is part of me. I'm part of the universe. The universe is a part of me. And that in and of itself is really powerful to me as someone who's felt very marginalized, distanced, told that I'm not part of the world. I'm not part of this country or I'm not part of this community or I don't deserve to belong. Mm, that's beautiful yeah thanks (laughs) i just love magic (laughs) also makes my house smell good (laughs) ladies and gentlemen for the record (laughs) her house did smell amazing i think it was mugwort don't know what that is i don't know sounds like harry Harry potter Potter shit (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna find some on amazon (laughs) oh man i'm learning so much through this tarot (laughs) y'all yeah speaking of we were there for a really long time like two and a half hours so you're not gonna hear the entire thing because we're sure you have jobs and families and stuff (laughs) to do still respect your time yes so you are about to hear hailing get this reading going and jumping and popping but first we're gonna take a quick break Here's Halen again. What I'm holding now is a tarot deck. Um, It's probably pretty similar to tarot decks you've seen before. This is the Rider Wythe, so it has um, that really recognizable iconography. There's 78 cards in this deck. Each of those cards corresponds to an archetype of the human experience. Um, So that might have to do with really mundane things, more spiritual things, relationships, personal experiences. The 
typical way of doing tarot would be there'd be a tarot seeker who's asking questions, that's y'all, and then there'd be the reader. Typically, readers are really possessive of their cards. They don't let other people touch their cards, and they see themselves as sort of a channel or a medium to some other spiritual realm. I have a really different philosophy. So each of these cards means something. We can call this our vocabulary. There's also a syntax and a grammar to tarot. So where the cards are in relation to each other, what position they're in, um, kind of the narrative of the whole spread. I'll be helping you put together sentences. You'll actually be the ones manipulating the cards and putting them out um, so that your energy can mingle with the cards. And then I'll translate them for you. The idea behind that is essentially that y'all know yourselves better than I do. You know what cards you need to see. Um, so my purpose here is really as a translator and a guide. I call myself a tarot doula on my website because um, <laughs> I'm not doing the heavy lifting. Y'all are. I'm just here to facilitate that process and to provide some of the expertise that y'all don't have. So Halen started with these snapshot spreads where she told me and Tracy a little bit about where we were at. Tracy went first. The biggest thing I'm noticing is judgment, not necessarily judgment day and being judged by a higher power but for you personally this card represents if you had to look in the mirror right now and say am i living the way that i'm supposed to am i you know what are my values am i living according to them etc etc so the energy that you're currently experiencing that's not serving you so well is a lot of self-doubt our self-doubt our refusal of self um the hermit so this is an interesting parallel so the hermit is about obviously, going off on our own. <laughs> when it comes up reversed, that can indicate that going off on our own maybe feels painful or uncomfortable. Um, so there there may be a part of you that is feeling uh, more isolated um, or that time spent alone feels more isolating, but that time alone is actually really useful. The... Five of Cups, which is the current situation or sort of the short-term issue at hand, is about grief. So the Five of Cups is, you can look at the iconography. So Homeboy had five cups, <laughs> three of his cups spilled. Dang. He has two cups, but that's really sad about the three cups. Yeah. So this is a form of grief that is, it's with you for this season, won't be with you for forever. Um... And then the long-term sort of next step is the Three of Wands, which is about stepping forward into a new endeavor. Um, so going out of the planning phase and into taking action about something. So if I had to kind of draw a connecting narrative line between these things, um, the cards are basically suggesting that spending a little bit more time alone might, might be useful for you at this juncture in your life. Um, you might be facing some self-doubt or questioning yourself about uh, things that you really, at your core, know that you can do, you believe in, etc. Um, that might be related to whatever this this grief process is, that that has initiated some kind of self-doubt that's preventing you from being able to move forward in something. But when that grief is resolved, movement will come quickly. The wands is our, our suit of um, ego, self-expression, our ability to enact things out in the world. So the three of wands is a really clear indication of you have that capacity, you are going to be able to go into that journey very seamlessly once this kind of mourning process has ended. So, um, it's crazy that you said that the current situation was all about grief because it has been <laughs> all year. Um, mm. I have been in the midst of uh, 
mourning or learning how to mourn, I think, my grandmother's passing. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that we talk about in therapy a lot. Shout out to my therapist. So when she said grief, I was like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. Accurate. Um, but also, I think that grief, like, especially connected to, like, once the grief is over, then you're ready to step forward into a new endeavor. I feel like I hate change so much that even when it's good change, if mm-hmm. it's bad change, like, any change always feels like a loss. You know, like, you just won a million dollars. Oh, my gosh, that's great. But what's life going to look like? You know, like, I'm <laughs> used stress to, about it. yeah, I'm used to ramen noodles. Like, what happens when I can have fancier ramen noodles? So I always think that before I can, like. They do come in fancier. <laughs> oh, yeah, have you have you heard Girl. of the creamy chicken ones, madam? Thank you. Um, but I think that I always go through, like, some sort of grief process before being ready to step into like the next thing whatever that is so in the moment I was like wow yes of course this is about my grandmother but now I'm kind of like yes of course it's about my grandmother and maybe just like change Mm. in general and just having to like mourn like the the normal quote-unquote that I gotten used to Mm. just so I can step out into whatever's next word there might might be something (laughs) either this is she's been reading my diary I don't know (laughs) you also Went on a solo vacation since this happened. Remember yeah. that? And I remember being like, so should I go by myself or yeah. not? Because my mother was like, don't go. Something horrible's going to happen. But I did it. And it was great. And I got a lot of like clarity and shit. And mm. I felt I felt more ready to step into the next thing. Word. So anyway, then it was heaven's turn. Yep. We got right into it. <laughs> The two of swords can often indicate being kind of caught in the balance between two decisions. So I like to draw some extra cards to get more clarity on what those decisions might be. So the first card that you have is the four of pentacles. Um, So this card tells me that you are doing what you are supposed to be doing in terms of your resource management. Um, So the four of pentacles means like you're paying your rent, you're paying your bills on time, your things are... It might not be abundance, but things are very stable. Um, The pentacles, the suit of pentacles is usually concerned with material resources like money, but it can also be indicative of how we spend our time, how we spend our effort. Anything that you can spend is represented by the pentacle suit. So the four of pentacles indicates balance. Things are okay. Things are, you know, chugging along the way they need to be. There's not excess, but there's also not uh, a deficit there. Um, so this card being in this placement is saying, stay with that, keep that energy in mind. And I would say, especially when it comes to our, uh, invisible resources to really have this energy in mind of keeping things in balance, neither in excess nor in deficit. Do you remember how the whole time she kept saying pentacles and we didn't know what a pentacle was? (laughs) We just let her talk for a really long time. What the fuck is a pentacle? Uh, I sure don't know. Um, you know who does know? The dictionary. Mm-hmm. The dictionary says it is, quote, a talisman or magical object, typically disc-shaped and inscribed with a pentagram used as a symbol of the element of the earth. I hear pentacles and I think of like tentacles. And- <laughs> sort of, but not quite. Yeah, that was close. Okay, back back to the reading. The thing that is draining or maybe uh pulling on you is represented by the two of swords and at the two ends of her sword point are the chariot reversed and the high priestess the high priestess is representative of our intuition so your ability to sense um what's right what's not right what's going on etc that's being placed in conflict with the chariot reversed Um, So the chariot, when it's upright, indicates confidence, It indicates the ability to take action, take motion, um, really feeling secure in one's position. 
Seeing these two things in opposition, the chariot reversed and the high priestess, says that there's a very draining inner battle going on for you right now between feeling like you have really good instincts and that you do, you can trust your gut and that you have that power and a really strong sense of it's, it's a different kind of self-doubt than the self-doubt indicated by judgment. So judgment is about, you know, on a really deep core level, like my values, what I care about. This is more about self-doubt in the can I actually do things sense. So this opposition that's being set up here or this battle that's kind of taking a lot of mental energy is the battle between I can do everything and I can't do anything. All of which is to say that It doesn't really matter which one of these things is true. What's significant is that that inner battle is taking a lot of energy away from other areas of your life. So it's hard to focus on the mundane ways that things are going well when we're kind of torn in this really like deep-seated battle of I can do everything, I can't do anything. Um, So to think about, rather than trying to solve this dilemma, to think instead about just redirecting that energy into other places. Um, Because this dilemma, you you probably won't be able to solve it just by thinking through it, like gritting your teeth and thinking through it, but instead by redirecting that energy into kind of the the mundane world where you can have more of an effect. I feel like sometimes I'm like, yeah, I can do literally all the things. Like, who's gonna stop me? And then other days it's like, wow, I can't believe I thought I could do anything. I can do literally zero things. Did she read you? Did she read you? (laughs) Okay, so first of all, it's called depression and anxiety. Hi. Um, yeah, I can do everything versus I can do literally nothing. And will mm. I even make it? Yes. Yeah. That's a classic thought. That sounds so tiring. Mine <laughs> mine is very similar, but mine doesn't get to the I can do everything part. Mm. It's just like, so it's I, just like I, I might can do it. I might could. Yeah. I might could. I might could or absolutely not. And it's usually absolutely not. <laughs> That's real. That's real. Yeah. I mean, it varies sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wide spectrum. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, all of this is so accurate. It. I feel like um, I spent a lot of time, like, learning about depression and, like, seeing how it manifests. But, mm-hmm. like, this year has definitely been defined by learning about anxiety and seeing how that manifests. I like just feel we like... we really switched places. Yeah. Woo, we did a good old-fashioned switcheroo. And okay, you give me our your cycles class notes. Are I'll give you my class notes, <laughs> and then we'll steady up. Yes. <laughs> so I'm learning how to take care of my anxiety. <sighs> Love that. Funsies. Fun, yeah, and, like, you know, it's not just like you're going to think through it. It's like you need some additional assistance. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's that. (laughs) So in addition to our individual readings, we did one together. Mm -hmm. So Tarot can't tell us what to do, but it can be useful for what things we should be sort of keyed into or paying attention to and what things are distractions. Again, think about directions to stretch towards and things to shrink away from. So Heaven, you're going to follow along with this hand. And Tracer, you're going to follow along with this hand. Okay. So with your right hand, I'd like one card here. Ooh, one card here. <laughs> and one card here. Tracy, for you in particular, this next piece of the journey is going to require a lot of emotional processing. I think this awesome. is this is very <laughs> This is really resonant actually of the spread that we did before, um kind of talking about learning how to be alone and what loneliness means for you and all of those things. 
So the cups, again, is about, or I don't know if I explained this, but cups is about our emotional life and our intimate relationships, our creativity. Um, one thing I love about the tarot is that it really illuminates how all these things are related. So all those things are consumed by the same suit because in real life, when your creativity is blocked, oftentimes that means that your emotional life or your relationships are also you know, on whatever energetic wave. This appears to be a coffin. <laughs> Somebody's dead laying under three pointy swords. Yes. And then there's a pointy sword beneath him. I feel like I'm picking all the most stressful cards. So it looks stressful, but this is actually the, the opposite of a stressful card. Oh. This card is an indication that you need to rest. Oh my God. And so this card Sorry. coming up. No. Well, this coming up in the current situation, especially given the individual reading that we did, I would say this is reflective of the fact that right now, like in this current moment, your relationship with the project has really been about managing your own self-care needs. Um, sort of in, under, in understanding what your obligations are, but also understanding that your primary obligation is to taking care of yourself. And so that obligation, taking care of yourself to real rest and relaxation um, is very important. I'm bald now because <laughs> she just snatched everything. Um, my biggest problem in life is that I don't know that I'm tired and empty until I'm laying down on my back can't do nothing, can't move, mm, nothing mm, to give. Mm. And it's like, whoa, how did we end up here? Right. <laughs> and then I'm like, I have things I want to make, but I've, I'm tired and I mm, can't do it. Mm, mm. But the upside of all this is that when I am rested and when I do finally sit down, even if I had to collapse to get there, when I get back up, I'm like, okay, it's time to do some things. I have energy now. I can oh, make stuff. Yes. I can think. Uh, what a rare, beautiful feeling. I know. <laughs> Habit. You got the devil. <laughs> yes. The devil is not a bad thing. Um, the My devil... name is Heaven, <laughs> and I got the devil. <laughs> the literal heaven devil. The devil. So the devil also looks like like the bodily form is like goat legs and like a ram situation head with a, with with two devil buddies. <laughs> so these are actually this card didn't come up in this reading um, but one of the cards is the lovers and so these two are actually the two human figures that are on the card the lovers and it's portraying them kind of chained to the devil's throne so, so like, tell me how this isn't terrible <laughs> <laughs> it's not terrible because the devil represents it's one of two things and the two things are related so one is power imbalances in relationships. So that can mean like boss-subordinate relationship, anything where there's a clear distinction and delineation of power. It can also mean all of the things that we're told we're not supposed to do, enjoy, experience. The devil represents uh, the kinds of temptations that we often deny ourselves um, or are told that we're not supposed to experience. This next chapter for you is going to involve a lot of contending with really deeply held desires that sometimes feel like they might be out of control or like that you might be controlled by them. That's not necessarily a bad thing. This is just something to attend to. That in this next chapter, be mindful of what your desires are, where they feel like they're coming from, and what feelings you feel freely and what feelings or desires you feel bound to. Um, so that could be anything from a desire for a lot of money or a lot of acclaim, or it could be a desire for breaking the rules in a way that feels really liberating. So all of those things, I would say, just attend to 
what your desires are and where they're coming from because it can be a number of things. The devil can sometimes be a warning to say, hey, you have this kind of seed of, for example, materialism or uh, selfishness that's in you. You should be aware of it and not let it control you. It can also be a sign of saying, hey, like you can break the rules. You can do something that feels different, bad, whatever. You don't have to be held in bondage to specific set of rules or specific set of desires. I feel like first you get the money, then you get the power, (laughs) etc. Young Tony Montana. (laughs) So did this? um, It was accurate. I would say it was accurate. Yes, I was going to ask if it shaped your plan for world domination. It sure did. All right. I I took this more to be like even more permission that I don't need to burn everything down. Just emphasis. Yeah. That is just extra votes. Yes. 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 (laughs) And then these two cards on either side, so four cards, are going to tell us two things to shrink away from and two things to stretch towards. So things to shrink away from. Painful conflict. Um, So this is the same card that came up for Heaven earlier. So there's a guy in a sort of Robin Hood-esque (laughs) getup. He's holding three swords. There's two on the ground. And it looks like there are zombies behind him. Are those zombies? Yeah, so I think those are the dudes whose ass he just kicked. Um, (laughs) And he just took their swords, I guess. Right. I think is the meaning of this. Um, the point really being that this is about this is about painful conflict and painful conflict that happened in the past. So whatever the painful conflict is, it clearly has something to do with your professional life. Um, shrinking away from it, letting go of it, moving on from it. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole shrinking away from painful conflict thing is a thing that I have been trying to get better at. How many years now? What year is this? A long time. But just like picking your battles, <laughs> mm-hmm. especially as anybody who like lives in the margins and especially when you when you live in the margins, but you work in the mainstream, that shit is a mind mm-hmm. fuck. You know, like being Oof. a black person, being a black woman at a white media company, like mm-hmm. this is going to be fights you can fight every single day. Every single day. I <laughs> I can't even I can't even like tell you. Sometimes they're big important fights. Sometimes they're oh, just like some dumb shit. Roy touched my hair again. Like that's a fight. You know, and every time every time conflict is like at your door, you have to you have to decide like is this where especially if you have just like an a, a limited amount of energy every day like we do. You know, if you choose to like fight everybody, eventually you're too tired to fight the one that's really going to fuck you up, you mm. know? The things to stretch towards are both wands, and they're both really interesting. So the eight of wands is interesting. Um, So the eight of wands. The eight of wands just looks like a bunch of wands, or just sticks. I don't even, I wouldn't even call them wands. (laughs) And then right next to it, we have the four of wands. So it's like a castle with some sticks in a nice assemblage. Is there people under there? Yeah. So the Four of Wands is, um, it's two people standing under a canopy of, it's like flowers and plants and stuff, um, hoisted between these four poles. So the Four of Wands is about... uh, Harmony and balance, first of all. Fours in general have to do with harmony and balance. The four of wands in particular, um, it's a very celebratory card. So you could almost imagine the scene that's being depicted on the card as like a wedding or a family reunion or some kind of gathering. Um, It's also very much about community. So the things to be stretching towards are celebration, community, bringing people together. Um, I would interpret that in this specific spread as meaning like events, like 
physically creating space where people can be near each other. Um, on the other side of that is the Eight of Wands. So the Eight of Wands has come up reversed, which can mean one of two things. So uh, the Eight of Wands, when it's upright, is like hasty action. It's like go, 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 go. It's very heavily associated with travel. Um, so like physically going across the country, across the world. Seeing it come up reversed, I think it can mean one of two things. So one of those things could be um, stretch towards caution, stretch towards being thoughtful, not making hasty decisions. The other thing could be avoid... Uh, don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> Just stick to the rivers and lakes that you're used to. So rather than looking for um, opportunities that take you out of your community, to be thinking about opportunities that bring your community together, I would say, is the interplay between these two cards. Mm, community is such a good landing point. All we've ever wanted. Yeah. To build a community here. And we have. Try to make it. I mean, the community that we have been able to forge and build with our listeners that's the reason that this is not just a job you know i've been generally trying to stretch towards community because um just generally in my life my predispositions depression and anxiety make me retreat inwards mm. i stretch inwards and i think just remembering there are other people out here going yeah. through shit making stuff making art mm -hmm. i feel like looking at the future knowing that Halen was saying like stretch towards that spirit yeah it adds up to me it makes so much sense and that's that's good advice for your professional life and your personal life because like yes. you were saying like I definitely like shrink inward as well here is a, a relatable story so <laughs> Uh, my best friend from college, Brittany, was in town and I'm in the bed sleep and I hear like some water running and like some clanging and like the rustling of bags. And I'm just like, I hope she's not looking for food because I don't have any. <laughs> uh, but I got up and I was like, what's going on? She's like, oh, I did your dishes and took your trash out. What? And I was just like, what? She was oh like, yeah, gosh. I heard you mention how it's tough for you. So, you know, I wasn't doing anything. And if I was at home by my black ass self, shrinking inward, mm. that garbage would mm. still be in the kitchen and my mm. dishes would still be in the sink. Woo. So, yeah. And Relatable I think, as fuck, Tracy. Right? <laughs> and I think, I hope that that is what this community that we've made with our listeners, I hope that that provides the same service to people who are just looking, just looking to be seen and like not judged for the shit that they're going through or not penalized for the way that they were born. You know, I feel like that's what we're all looking for. Mm. Building a community around another round, around celebrating black women and celebrating women of color, around putting people on, around glowing lifting up. people up, yes, blowing up, and around taking care of each other and ourselves. Mm -hmm. These are things that won't end just because we're going on hiatus. Like we're still gonna be here in these internet streets. We can still see how when you tweet at us. Please keep <laughs> tweeting at us. Like, keep showing us cool shit that we can share with other people. Like, we still are here in your corner. So shout out to community. Yes. Shout out uh, to y'all. Like, your immediate field of vision should be all about this. Mm. Resting and taking care of yourself. And I want to be clear, because some people, some, some people misinterpret this. I don't mean rest, like lie in bed, watching Netflix, thinking about all the things that you should be doing. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Drag this, all of us. This card oh means rest, God, like actually struggle. rest, like yes. real restorative rest. Um, wow. it's, it's this, which is why it's a picture of a mausoleum. Really <laughs> like, like you dead, bitch. Right, yes. Pretend oh like you goodness. are dead and you have no responsibilities and you can just chill out and relax. Well, you don't have to tell me twice, bitches. Rest uh, like you did. <laughs> we will allow it. I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, this is what we are literally going to do. Yeah, I love a good stretch to rest. Uh, I love a good recharge. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you're only, you can only change the world as long as you're in it, you know? And to stay in it, you got to sit your black ass down and take a mm, nap sometimes. Mm, mm. So cheers to a really good nap. <laughs> cheers to a fantastic nap. Also, shout out to Magic in, mm, in mm, Tarot's mm. and Future. A little black girl magic. <laughs> but this actually helped me as I like prep myself to rest mm. and take care of myself. And, you know, stay mindful of, of our desires, mm. our plans, stretch towards the community. I feel like these are all like great guidelines Word. for us all to follow as a family as we continue to grow. Oh, Tracy. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> you welcome, baby. Now reach around there and bring me the remote control. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> we finally reached peak Uncle Tracy. <laughs> My transformation is complete. Baby, come through. You deserve rounds tonight. Nice. Oh, my. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> I've been practicing that one. <laughs> Who are we buying a round for? Um, I'm buying a round for our community. Oh, for this the is listeners. This is the part of Time Magazine where you are the person of the year. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Congratulations, you are it's all. It's you. The another it's round you. person of the year. Yes, you did it. Woo-hoo. Real talk, you did it. You oh, got it man. through the year. Listen, you've been out here in these streets. In these streets. Fighting, struggling, and resisting. If anybody deserves person of the year, another round person of the year is you because first of all, I say this all the time. Without y'all, we just be two black girls yelling at each other in a big old box, <laughs> which I would do, but I wouldn't be paid for it. So it's true. Yeah. Also, like we lean on y'all just as much as you all say that you lead on the show. You know, like when I'm having a tough fucking day and Ooh. I tweet about it, I just get like a million heart emojis from Twitter. You know, like you are as instrumental in our lives as I hope we've been in yours and thank you for opening your hearts and your homes to us and uh, we, we're not going nowhere I, we live in your house now <laughs> um, you're out of cheeses <laughs> not saying it was, it was me. good um, I specifically wanted the white cheddar kind <laughs> but okay <laughs> we're terrible roommates and you're stuck with us um, but no seriously thank you for rocking with us for so long even if you just got here yesterday yes. thank you for listening to uh, us and um Let's take over the world together. Yes. Tracy, I'd also like to buy a round for you. Ah, I, I don't know. This is like my fifth heaven round. <laughs> I don't know how I would have made it uh, without you. Oh, my gosh. Y'all don't, even, y'all don't even know. Also, the brain on this one. Oh, are you saying I got a big game because it's true, but this is my daddy's It's true, show. but it has a good amount of brain in there. I hope so. <laughs> I, hope that's I mean, just the other day, you called ginger ale light skin coke. I did. I'll do it again. Wow. Hey, you're welcome. You can Who's use that brain one. does that? Mine. Tracy, it's been a real honor. I cannot believe I met you at work. Can you? Ugh. Like, that's uh, weird. Do you even remember those days before the pod squad? <laughs> Who did we talk to? We just yelled across the newsroom about Vine. <laughs> Beyonce got a new song. You see, that's Vine. It's the kid just moving. <laughs> what I miss most about having you in the office, aside from your beautiful smiling face, is just being in the office and either hearing you laugh, like cackle, or something that you see on the internet, or... When you're reading your email, you just, oh, shut up. Like, Heaven's I'm a, reading her email. I'm a verbal email responder. <laughs> 
I love it. Um, yeah, you have changed my entire fucking life because you were instrumental in the reason that I decided to move up here after Aww. that dinner. And I was like, well, they have one black girl at least. Oh, man. Uh, but now I want to buy around for you, too, because, Aww. you know. You put up with me for a long time and you still got a lot more to go. Listen, oh. the feeling is natural. <laughs> <laughs> All right, girl. Yay, good round. Did yeah. you buy your official round? That was my round. You're my round. Oh. Also, because, you know, we're not going to be buying a million rounds, I just thought I'd list off a few other things that mm. just like, you're like, oh my God, we just need a little more round, a little more <laughs> round. I just want a little bit more. Okay, what else you got? What else you got? Okay, peep this. Okay. Obviously, ginger ale, first of all. <laughs> light skin. Shout out to light skin coke. <laughs> yes. Excellent medicine. Um, loofah gloves. Yes. Not a loofah, not a wash rag. Yes. Loofah gloves. Yes. I'm a fan. I don't Exfoliating that bitch. Them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you said you don't feel clean with no, them? No, I don't. Like exactly. a regular washcloth? Like, I just, I need the gloves. I yeah. Need the I want I want my hand to be the thing. <laughs> sometimes yeah. I do want my hand to be like a gingerbread man hand <laughs> so I can eat it. <laughs> and sometimes I want it to be a loofah hand so I can scrub. <laughs> Oh, if you get both of these. <laughs> what else? Um, women's memoirs? Ooh. I'm going to continue probably reading a million of those. Yeah? yeah. You want a good one right now? Jane the Virgin reminded me there's a Isabel Allende memoir I could be reading right now. Ooh. So I'm going to go do that. Also, right. shout out to Jane the Virgin. Get Still out. excellent. <laughs> Still excellent. Just off cameos alone. Mm. Come on. Come on, son. Mm. You know what else I got for you? What? Bread. <laughs> Bread is bomb. Various breads. Croissants. Um, I just had two today. Ooh. <laughs> Almond and various regular kinds. <laughs> various sweet strand. Okay. I'm loving this list of things having likes. Um, shout out to every woman making dope art. Yes. Shout out to women, only people I care about. Yes. And genderqueer non-conforming folks. Yes. <laughs> but definitely not men is the point. <laughs> no. <laughs> Boo. Bad men. Shout out to Miss Andrew. Hey. Shout out to the only the, the red, pink, purple starbursts. Yep. Oh, wait. Not the purple one. Whoa. That's in the fan. It's like a cousin of the of the red. Is that grape? If it's grape, I don't it's fuck purple. with it. If it's black currant, <laughs> we're talking. We're talking. <laughs> you want soap? Is that a, is there a black currant starburst? The people demand it. <laughs> what else? Um, shout out to Anita Hill. Yeah. Shout out to Fairy Lights. Um, shout out to Tracy's huge hoop earrings she oh, always has. Man. That's just like a classic. Listen, I'm always looking for bigger ones. I want a pair that's big enough for me to put my entire leg in. Ooh. That's a big ass leg, so. What else, Tracy McGee? What you got? What you got? Love a face mask. Ooh. Love some Korean skincare. Ooh. Um, truffle Gouda is Ooh. a real cheese that combines two of my major loves into one delicious thing. You do love both those words. Oh, my gosh. And the things they accompany. And then the same food stuff. <laughs> it's just so amazing. You know what goes stuff. great with that? Fig jam. Who are you? I love charcuterie. This is a round for charcuterie. You know what else I love? Musicals. Best musicals ever. No particular order. Hamilton. Chicago. Little Shop of Horrors. I've not actually seen Little Shop of Horrors on stage, but the movie is amazing. Speaking of Little Shop of Horrors, there was a movie version that came out in the 80s. Had three black doo-wop girls, right? (laughs) Two of those girls... You know as Pam and Gina from Martin. What? Singing their hearts out in this movie. Aw. It's a little problematic because it was made in the 80s. Oh. So, you know, it doesn't age well. But they, they just look great and they just look so happy and they're just singing and they know they can sing and it was so good. What else? Nugget ice. <laughs> what is that? I've been screaming at y'all about nugget ice forever. It's ice that is literally in the shape of a nugget. Like a chicken nugget? No. Good question. Good follow up. It's like a little... <laughs> Just like a little, gold, a little gold nugget piece, you know? It's just a particular shape of ice that gotcha. is just so, it's so, so good. Various to forms crunch. of ice? Various forms of crushed ice. What else you got, Tracy? 
Christmas. Shout out to Christmas. Oh. Shout out to the tacky. Uh, tinselly ass. Uh, tinsel just the most <laughs> annoying. Like, if I could find a way to put lights in my hair and my afro and not get them tangled Aww. up, I would just be I would just be one big ass Christmas ornament. Looking forward to the hair tutorial. Ooh. <laughs> Same Z's. Here's how I shaved my head after I got lights stuck in it. Just <laughs> <laughs> to the babies. You already know. And food. I really and like food. food. Yeah. Excellent note to go on. Yeah. I'm sure there are other things we like, but mm-hmm. can't think of anything right now. <laughs> yeah. I guess you'll have to keep following us on other things to Aww. find out what else we like. It's true. Wait, we're not done yet. Uh-oh. Um, there's another round to buy. Uh-oh. We have to buy a round for the entire pot squad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aggressive air horns. I love it. Um, I'm not going to say too much because I will start crying, but y'all, I... What is what could we even say? You know, we could not have in any way. And y'all like done any of the things <laughs> stuck with me for like if you fuck up and tell me where your family reunion is, I will be that bitch <laughs> because we are family now forever. Let me borrow five dollars. <laughs> I'm not gonna give it back since we're related. I don't have to. Um, but I can't imagine making this show with anybody else. Mm. Anybody else? The Pod Squad is real, y'all. Y'all are the most talented group of people I've ever met. I can't wait to come to y'all's wins and to, and to have you name your kids after me <laughs> and to threaten to end the friendship if you don't and then send you wow. a teary apology on Facebook <laughs> and then I get to meet your 12 year old kid because we haven't talked in a while I can't wait <laughs> haven't we made it nigga we made it We made it because that shit slaps. I feel like if you hear the like heard the actual the thump, song thump. in a long time, the thump thump. <laughs> we need a thump thump. Um, yeah. So just to recap, um, show's going on hiatus. Heaven and I are still out here in these streets. Say hi. Another round is produced by Eleanor Kagan, Nina Patak, and Agarenish Ashagre. With production support from the entire pod squad, including Julia Ferlin, Mick Kramer, Megan Dietrich, Alex Laughlin, Emmett Ali Akbar, and Tyler Sorensen, and Bim Arumi, Nicole Perkins, and Sierra Allen. We love you with all of our little video hearts. Our music is by the illustrious Jean Grey. You can follow her on Twitter at Jean Greasy. And Don Will of the Almighty Tanya Morgan. You can follow him on Twitter at Don Will. Once again, you can follow me on Twitter at Brooklyn McPoverty. You can follow Heaven, who picked the devil earlier. <laughs> I just think it's so fun to say. You can follow her at Heaven Rants and remind her that she picked the devil. Just tweet at her once I mean, I, I, yeah, it's just accurate. Because it's you like. get a tattoo <gasps> of the devil in that card. Whoa. That's intense. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. You have to, ooh, do it like a big one, like right, ooh, like ooh. a chest plate. Maybe. Okay, let's let's, let's dial it down. Right. We'll get drunk first, and then we'll make tattoo decisions. Matching tattoo decisions. <laughs> Whoa, I didn't say match. Wow, oh. you should get the devil on your body. Oh, I'm not matching that. <laughs> Shout out to BuzzFeed for uh, giving us the space and the chance and the opportunity to um, crawl inside a fort made out of blankets and pillows three years ago to see what would happen and this is what happened so thank you for that also um let black women own things everybody especially if you're really into this whole diversity business Mm. and inclusion that people are into if you really want change put the people who are making your marginalized content in control Make sure you tune in next week for our last episode of 2017. It's the Kwanzaa Spectacular, and it was so much fun. We celebrate blackness and joy with a bunch of our favorite people. And um, uh, we're going to end this episode the way that we have ended every episode since we started, I do believe. Uh, Drink some water. 
take your meds, and call your person. We love y'all. We love you so much. Take care of yourselves. You because you're my person. Oh. I know you're Take care of yourselves, friends. We love y'all so much. Stay tuned. Keep hollering at us, and we'll see you on the internet. Yes. Bye.